This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. All right, welcome back. This is Rich. And this is Paul. And we are here to talk today about a four-episode arc of the beloved Clone Wars series, right? I mean, this is this is a pretty popular show, this Clone Wars series. Yeah. Um, but it, it deals with Darth Maul, or just Maul now, right? It deals with Maul uh, looking to get revenge on Obi-Wan Kenobi for lopping him in half all those years ago and uh, and well so we will get into that darth bit because i have questions i do too good okay good i'm not the only one i'm not the only one all right good yeah okay excellent i have questions about that and i have other questions like why is some motherfucker named corky did you notice (laughs) that that dude's name is fucking corky i didn't notice that but (laughs) she says it like four times when 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 the when the when her I guess it's her nephew or something because he calls her Aunt Sabine or something like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She calls him Corky like four fucking times on the way out to the ship. Corky, do this. Corky, do that. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Isn't that like like the... Here's... If if you're going to invent a universe... Yeah. And, you know, take some names occasionally, Ben, Luke, and that kind of stuff, don't take the stupid names like Corky. (laughs) And look, I'm sorry. Apologies to any listener who's named Corky. Right. But... I'm sorry. That's just kind of a goofy name, right? Yeah, it's know, not like I don't know what else to say, but it's kind of goofy. Especially, <laughs> especially, goofy. it's so here. It is, it is especially goofy in terms of like a multi-thousand planet system warrior empire, <laughs> and a member right. of the, I, he's kind of like royalty, sort of. If there is such a thing for Mandalorians, right? right yeah, man, he's Mandalorian. He's royal. like the the nephew of the Duchess or whatever they call Satine. Yeah. You wouldn't, and, you, I mean, one of them's name is like Previsa and stuff like that. And then his yeah. name is Corky. He's like, he's like Corky, the fourth Earl of Lower <laughs> Mandalore, rightful heir to the Saber of Darkness. <laughs> Saber of Darkness. Yeah. So basically this, this whole arc has to do with Maul and his brother, Savage Opress. Right. Which, Spelled Savage. Right. But pronounced, pronounced Savage. savage. They're 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 orchestrating this whole takeover. Of, well, they're trying they're trying to create a, a criminal empire. Basically, like, like they literally say, I want to I want to I want to be like a criminal warlord. And I'm like, who says I want to be a criminal warlord? Like, don't you just I, say that, like I'm gonna take I, over? Dude, I thought that too. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't write it down. But my yeah. thought was, what what criminal warlord ever ever <laughs> has referred to themselves or like aspired right, right. like right. my like. Did like seventh grade dream day or whatever. <laughs> They're like, I'm going to be, be a, I want to be a scientist. And then like little mall is like, I want to be a criminal Lord. <laughs> I want to be a Sith Lord. But if my master leaves me cut in half, I want to be a criminal warlord with a vast underground empire. <laughs> it's very strange. It's it really very is. Strange. It's just the yeah. wording, and I and I don't know. I I can't figure. Okay, so I've watched maybe half of the first season, and I know this is bad because you're supposed to have watched this if you're a quote unquote Star Wars fan, right? But of course, I don't really go by other people's definition of what I yeah, should fuck be. That. Fuck so, that, dude. Because and here, uh, brief interjection. Yeah, yeah. These, these four episodes yeah. are the four episodes I have seen of this series. Oh, really? So, You've seen these before? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, just I, oh. Just this well, time. If you count watching them in the past week in prep for this show, 
then yes, I've seen them before. <laughs> Prior to this week, gotcha. I have not seen them. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, no, I had seen maybe like like half of the first season, and I and I yeah. always meant to go back to it, but I never did. And now to kind of jump four seasons ahead, I will eventually go back and watch all of this. But my my big my big concern here is: is this a kids show? Because people are getting fucking beheaded, dude. Rich fucking hell. I did not print out my notes. Yeah. Here's the question. We, I'm just going to jump right to it because this, yeah. is, this is my question for you. My, the question I had for you is, who is the target audience of the Clone Wars series? Because if the target audience for Clone Wars is adults, this is not a well-developed show. Right. Like, there's, there's, the depth is not there. The writing is relatively poor. Just in terms of the, the quality of language they use. Sure. It's relatively poor for adults. But if it's for kids... Which kids is this for? Because there are beheadings mm-hmm. and stabbings and explosions mm-hmm. where people clearly die right. all over the place here. So right. I am, I'm a little confused yeah. as to who the Clone Wars is for. So here's my thought, okay? This started yeah. in t- 2008, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's say 2002, we had some teenagers that were watching Attack of the Clones and they said to themselves, hot shit, I can't wait for them to expand on this, then this might be who it's targeting, right? People who were teenage fans of the middle well, to early okay. part of the prequels. Maybe. So let's say let's say 13 years old at the, in 2002. At the, in 2002, which would put them at 18, 19 years old right about then. But it's, it's TVPG, which means that it, there's not a whole lot of, you know... I guess, I guess the funny thing stuff. about... I guess the funny thing is that like there are beheadings all over the place. Yes. Except yeah. you don't see heads fall off. Right. You know what I mean? When when Savage yeah. lights up his double lightsaber and he beheads like all those guys in the room. Yes. Which was pretty like, cool. I mean Which was pretty cool. Yeah. You see the headless corpses kind of go onto the ground. Right. But you don't see heads like tumbling around. Bloody yeah, headless I mean, corpses, though, because they they were like bloody stumps where they the heads were. Okay. Yeah. And then and then when I took note of that. <laughs> and then when and then when Maul, maybe Darth Maul, Maul beheads the the leader guy of Death Watch. Yeah. And he just beat in combat. The camera like puts another Mandalorian dude like right in the way of the saber falling, the dark saber falling and chopping his head off. Right. Right. So but like, then when his when clearly, his corpse falls over, you can see that there's no head. You can see there's no head. Right. right. So like nobody's head gets chopped off on screen. Right. right. But people whose heads have been chopped off appear. So there's this weird like sort of towing a line of appropriateness for whatever rating it's going for and whatever audience it's going for. So right. I guess I guess yeah. So okay, but so given that, who who do you think the target audience is? Is that you're saying like yeah. 18, 19 year olds then? I think, I think that at the time when this started, might have been 18, 19 year olds. My theory is, you know, when I was a kid, I was a, I was a kid between Empire and Jedi. I would have been seven to 10 years old, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I just think that, well, maybe 15, right? So maybe the seven to 10 year olds that were watching Attack of the Clones this might have been targeted towards them. Five years later, they would have been 15, mid that to could, late that teenagers. Could, that could be it. Yeah, maybe mid to late teenagers. It, it could be it. it. It could be, yeah. I know a shit ton of adults who are like super high on this show, though. And, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It, yeah. I'm going to, I don't want to 
I don't want to necessarily backtrack in my opinion, but no. take my opinion with a grain of salt because I've only seen four episodes. <laughs> and the first right. one I saw and the second one I saw skips like 12 episodes. Or right. Many, right. 13. Yeah. Episodes. Yeah. So, so I, my view of the thing as a whole is surely incomplete. Very Correct. incomplete. Yeah, sure. I, so, I definitely see. So, there. so what, what I'm saying is to all of our listeners who now think I'm a fucking piece of shit or whatever. Well, you know, I have, I guess I have time to redeem myself maybe by correcting my opinion after seeing more of this. I don't but, know. Let's, but let's see where this know. conversation goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, r- right now, my opinion is that, if, as a show that an adult would watch or could watch, it's kind of not at that level. So what do you think? I mean, who do you think is the target audience? It, it felt, it feels more kiddish to me, mm-hmm. but the problem I have with that is the beheadings and the stabbings. And the right. right. But it, it just feels more kiddish because there's not a lot of de- Like, are we to believe that the people of this, this, so speaking of, the, the last two episodes where they're on like the capital of the Mandalorian empire or whatever, are we to believe that the, the citizens of the Mandalorian empire just, just like completely waver in their like, Oh, that guy's the cool. Yeah. Okay. Good. You. Right. Awesome. Right. Wait. Oh, not anymore. Oh yeah. Okay. That guy. Cool. He's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. like there's no, like what, what planet full of people could, could remotely behave that way. Well, yeah. Know? Yeah. That's a good point. And I think it exists in the problem is that it exists in a Star Wars universe that that basically subsists on the idea of absolutes. Yeah. You've got good, you've got bad, you've got light, you've got dark, and that's it. That's true. I mean, yeah. So I mean, it, it's kind of following that pattern. It seemed very quick to me this whole thing. I mean, they had four episodes to, to really flesh this whole idea out and the flip flops occurred really fast. Like the whole yeah. thing happened yeah. really, really fast. Yeah. And I'm not going to try and rewrite it or anything like that. I think that what they did was pretty good. Uh, you know, I mean, overall, if you give it, given the, the medium and given, well, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on cartoons you know what I mean? Oh right, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mean I don't mean that. I don't mean the medium in that way. I'm just saying like the the, the medium of a television series, you know? Right. Because right. I think a lot of times in a TV show, things have to happen quickly. You've got X amount of episodes, and, and yeah, you want, you want it to break down fast, right? But by this but point, so yeah, so that's the and that kind of touches on something we've discussed before is that like the speed at which things happen is like that's a given. Okay, whatever. I think I think the problem with the problem with that in the Star Wars universe is the vastness of the universe. They say right. that there are thousands of systems in the Mandalorian Empire itself. Right. Right? What's so, up with that? So, like, a crew of, like, 30 people landing on one planet, like, fucks the whole empire one way or the other. Yeah. Based on whatever's going on. Like, I don't think so. Hmm. Well, well, I guess, I mean... In in the realm where we're supposed to sort of be like, okay, yep, yeah, it's a little faster. It's got to be faster to tell the story. Like the scaling is off. Right. They're doing things as fast as they do them. The scale is off even on just a grander scale to, or the, the on a grander scope too because you think about it this way, what are we at this point? We're 25 years pre-Battle of Yavin, right? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Which would put us, I'm trying to think of how many years occur, how many years are between... A New Hope and 
Return of the Jedi. It's something like four or five, right? Something like that, yeah. So we're talking about 25 to 30 years altogether that we go from the Mandalorian Empire being thousands of systems to there being just a handful of Mandalorians left in the, in the galaxy. Yeah. The fuck happened? Yes, yeah. Even if they lost some sort of war in that process, does, does that mean that somebody like pretty much genocided the Mandalorians, <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, it, that's yeah. kind of fucked up. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. So, well, so there's that. But the flip side of it is these things are not well coordinated between series. Right. Sure. Yeah. So whatever, I guess. Right. I mean, maybe, maybe what it is, is they, maybe they weren't genocided. Maybe they were, I mean, you see how easily led they are, right? Maybe they had some other person who came in and just (laughs) like, like, they're they're quickly cowed into doing whatever. (laughs) (laughs) A fool and his thousands of systems are soon parted. But then, so maybe, I mean, I mean, so that's it's funny, but also at that point, then how did they get to be thousands of systems <laughs> if they're so easily dicked around with? Well, actually, I mean, if you think about it this way, it could work, right? Like, so you have one guy that comes in and he takes over one system, and he's like, "Ah, fuck everybody else, we're gonna we're gonna be the Mandalorians, woo!" This is the Mandalorian. No, yeah, right? yeah, we are. Then, yeah, That's right, totally. we are. Yeah. So then he goes to the next system and he finds people that are just as easily duped as the people in that system. Man, we are turning does the same We are turning thing. the Mandalorian Empire into like the most gentled sort of weirdly cowed, weirdly <laughs> like dominated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're like they're these there's these there's these hulking warriors that are powerful and strong. Right. But they're that way because they basically acquiesce to whatever they're told. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever you're saying. In, in, the, in, the, in, in the facetious hypothesis we're spinning here right, right, right. Of, of the Mandalorian Empire being thousands of systems and yet like just yeah. batted about like a yarn ball, you know? <laughs> By the great galactic cat of... <laughs> <laughs> they're like, fuck yeah, let's do that. That sounds like... like so what I've noticed is that I can be easily distracted by things, right? <laughs> so maybe everybody in the Mandalorian Empire has this problem. Maybe they all have my issue where like, where like something's like, ooh, shiny. What? Who's the leader now? <laughs> oh, um, all right. Oh, oh cool. it was always the guy with the spiky horns that looks like nobody else. Yeah, yeah I remember okay, him. Yeah. Totally remember yeah. that guy. He was, yeah, he was here last week. And Sure. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> <laughs> so so in a new hope the message from leia to obi-wan is general yeah. kenobi blah 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 and and so every time i see jedi doing things in the clone wars i'm like how is this guy a general like right what what does it even mean to be a general is in, it just a title thing? like just like because he's he's general kenobi but but i mean even even mace windu clearly says the jedi are keepers of the peace not soldiers like right. so in other words they have zero training in like soldiery stuff right they're like, like monk, more tactics and stuff they're yeah. like they're like monk kung fu masters not right. like not like battle hardened veterans <laughs> of a hundred campaigns or whatever like mandalorians their stripes, but like mandalorians right <laughs> mandalorians would make better generals for the republic in the i mean maybe that's why the clone wars are such a disaster wow is because all these fucking warrior monks 
space wizard warrior monks who have no business being generals are generals. Like there is no indication that they have like West Point training kind of shit. Right, going on right. At the Jedi Temple. Right, or or even that there's an academy. Like they're yeah. Like Luke later will say, "Oh, I want to submit my my application to the academy this year and go off and you know yeah fight the good fight and all that shit." Right? Where's the academy back then? Yeah. There's no like you said West Point, and it made me think. There's no fucking academy. Who's training all these people? Right? Like, obviously the the clones don't need to be trained, but the monks need to be trained, right? The Jedi. Which and so trained. put a pin in that clone thing too, because I have a. I have thoughts about clones too. We got more clone stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I have a question for you then. If we're yeah, bring it on, bro. Okay. So here's what I've got. What Our, would you say is your problem? <laughs> just, what is wrong with you? Just in general. Why are you such a piece of garbage? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> my main question for you is this: Are the Jedi dicks? So, give me what prompts that question from you. Okay. Two things. Number one. Yoda and Mace Windu. Was it Mace Windu? Yoda and oh no, it's so. a Ki. Oh, Kiari Mundi. Mundi. Yeah, yeah. So Yoda and Kiari Mundi say, "Nope, the uh, the Republic That's says right. we can't do it. So fuck them. You know, whatever." Yeah. The Jedi are supposed to be protectors, right? Right. There's exceptions to these protections, though. This when is, did they this become so, pawns of the Republic? This, this, I think. So I thought about that a little bit, and I kind of think that whether or not that's the intention of this episode or this set of things doing this, because a, I think they're just trying to get Obi-Wan Kenobi there alone. Right. Well, sure. Okay. Yeah, for but, the construct right, of the story. For, sure. the, for the construct of the story, but for the construct of, for the, for the, for the, for what they're going for bigger arc, or maybe not what they're going for, but what it, what com- comes from the bigger arc of the Jedi have too much pride, right? The Jedi have too big for their britches. So Yoda, Kiari Mundi, all these guys, they are tools of the Republic. And I kind of mean that tool in both senses. Yeah. yeah. They're like the the Republic sort of dictates to them what to do, but also they're kind of like they're tools because for some reason, even though the Jedi are connected to the force and life created and it's every, it permits everything. They, they draw a line, they draw an arbitrary line of like, here's where we're going to protect life. And here's where we're just fuck you, I'm not gonna do anything, right? So it's oh. so so it's so it is. Are, like, are we turning to, rich? Are we turning to the dark side right now? I think we might be. I think we might be turning to the dark side. No, but 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 the Jedi like this that little thing, Kenny Mundi and Yoda yeah. saying, only the Republic it is. I can't I can't do Yoda at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> I really got to work on that one. I can't do it at yeah, all. Yeah, but, but those guys saying that and like telling Obi-Wan, sorry, bro, you can't help these billions of people because what, what are you going to do, man? It's a Republic, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, I got, I got the mayor like, breathing down my neck over here. <laughs> I get, I get, the, I get the chance of the breathing down my neck over here, but the clone was, <laughs> but, uh, maybe that is, like I said, intentional or not, another indicator of like the fallenness of the Jedi. Like the Jedi are more flawed now because one, one take on this is that if you were guided by the force or in tune with the force, you maybe don't care where the life is. It's your job to be a protector or defender. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would think so. Right? Yeah. I would absolutely because think that. If you're serving the force, 
the force presumably does not draw a line at Republic versus Mandalorian versus <laughs> right. whatever else. Yeah, right? the force doesn't care about that bullshit. Presumably, I don't. I don't think so. You know, I, would th- I wouldn't think so. So, so to me, that your your question is a good one because it gets me thinking that yeah, they are kind of dicks, but also that they are like this little this little blurb here is another little chip in the stack of like yeah the jedi are suffering that pride that arrogance of trying to sort of impose their coolness on top of their idealistic mandate which is i think to to be just guardians of life in general i think i think that is the dumbest thing i've ever (laughs) besides that no um (laughs) Mr. Moderman, what you just said is the most <laughs> insanely stupid. <laughs> I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I always imagined that the Jedi, because because of the way they were presented in A New Hope. Now I realize yeah. that that I've got to I've got to kind of grow with it, right? And I have, yeah. But everything that I was taught were that the Jedi were good. The Jedi cared about everyone. The idea was, well, I mean, think about it. Obi-Wan feels every light of every life on Alderaan Get going snuffed out, out, winking yeah. out of existence, right? And you so like me- and that that but so 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 I'm gonna say something that that keeps me with you here, but I'm gonna add to it a little bit. Okay, yeah. That, that thread of the Jedi being good in that way carries through the original trilogy entirely. Not right. just a new hope. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because yeah. Yoda Yoda, maybe maybe Yoda having learned his lesson, right? Mm. In in Empire says wars not make one great. You know what really? I mean? Like yeah. like the the, right. the the idea is like the Jedi are doing their job the best when there are not wars or when they're not participating in wars or whatever. However you want to phrase it, like the great warrior isn't isn't their goal, isn't their mm. thing. And and like Luke in in Return of the Jedi, Luke one of his most defining moves is tossing his lightsaber to the side. Right. And saying, right. I'm not going to fight he, you. Yeah. He, say, he, he declares himself most prominently to be a Jedi. I, like, I'm a Jedi like my father before me. And he tosses the lightsaber aside. And somehow in Luke's mind, and, and I think in our minds too, as we watch the movie, that in the moment, that's the most Jedi thing to do is to not fight. I feel like, I feel like, feel like what? I feel <laughs> I had a moment there when you're talking about Luke throwing his saber aside and saying, I'm a Jedi like my father was before me. Luke has no concept of what being a Jedi was for Anakin. Except so for whatever that, Yoda may have told him. Whatever and Yoda, Yoda may have told him. And Yoda at that time is very clearly grown old into wars not make one great. Right, and leaned into the idea that Jedi are supposed to be just... Like, it's different. Up, it's, not good, like, right? it's not like dicing things with a saber. It's like getting in tune. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 What if the original trilogy is a child's interpretation of what a parent does for a living? When I think about this, my son, he looks at me and he says, Well, you you do taxes for a living or you do podcasting, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And he has no idea the minutiae that go into any of those things, right? Mm-hmm. He only knows podcasting is fun because you talk into a microphone about things that you like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Luke 
only knows Jedi are good, they carry a lightsaber, and they defend the helpless, right? Or whatever, right. something along those lines, right? He doesn't realize that the Jedi are not allowed to love. They're not allowed to, you know, they're, they're allowed Wait, to love, they're not allowed on. to possess. Okay, right? okay. Keep that thought just for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That parallels Anakin's thought of what a Jedi is in Phantom Menace. Yep. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Well, and here, so here's the thing. <laughs> here's here's the thing I was thinking about as you were yeah. saying that is that this is shifting my opinion, my own sort of understanding of the meaning, the meaning of Return of the Jedi. Okay. Like my original reading of the title is that, oh, now there's a Jedi again because the Jedi were wiped out. But what if Return of the Jedi also means the redefinition of the Jedi? Because, because think about it, like most of the Jedi in the, the, the prequel trilogy, that we, the other Jedi we see, they would never toss aside a lightsaber. Right. They would never do that. Well, Luke did it in two, Even, se- two separate movies. But, well, but I mean, in the, but no, the prequels though, right? No, I know. I, yeah. the, the Jedi prior to Luke. Right. Um, didn't do that like even yoda himself picked up his lightsaber mm-hmm. and did stuff right. which also by the way was something we touched on as feeling yeah. weird about yoda yeah with attack, of the, attack clones, of the clones yeah. yeah was that yoda in in empire and a little bit in return of the jedi he has this mystical view of what the jedi are and what they're right. going to be doing but yoda grand master of the old jedi order mm-hmm. is like He's a he, he's a general in the war, maybe like super general or whatever the fuck, right? And he's picking up his super lightsaber. General. <laughs> he's picking up his lightsaber and doing stuff. He yeah. fights Dooku dead on when right. subtle use of the force would have helped that situation much better. Yeah. He he like beheads the clones that were gonna kill him. Oh, I mean, I'll give him that one, but you know, like Oh fuck. Obi Wan in this uh, wait, hold on. In this arc of episodes obi-wan chooses to attack the mandalorian that's in the elevator with him instead of like using the force on him and saying oh we're just we're we got our orders from this and convincing him like so okay just sort of a new running hypothesis here and maybe it wasn't even lucas's intention i don't know Hmm. probably wasn't but now for me returning the jedi also means not just hey look there's a jedi again Mm -hmm. but Hey, look, the Jedi are new. They have they have come back from the like for however long before the fall of the Jedi, they yeah. were already not quite Jedi, right? For I don't right. know how long before the Clone Wars, before Revenge of the Sith, they were right. not quite Jedi. Thousands and who knows? Maybe maybe Qui Gon Jinn is meant to represent the last of the Jedi who don't have that arrogance to them, or oh, something fuck. like that. Right, because he's got that, that gives duel of the fates a whole different meaning too. Yeah, Christ. And then and then Obi Wan <laughs> doesn't really learn that until after Revenge of the Sith, you know. Because there's, I, I mean, I know that we haven't done this, but like, there's this great scene of, um, when because eventually Obi Wan is the one who kills Darth Maul, right? In a different animated series. Oh, I've seen the, I've seen the clip. Oh, okay. Rebels, I think Rebels is the one where he does it. Oh, okay. All right. And just okay. that, that, that clip showed up to me on YouTube one time. And I was like, oh, is that really? I didn't know that. Huh. Because I didn't, I've never seen that show either. But, okay. but yeah, what happens is, I don't know, if you, have you seen that scene? Mm-mm. No. Okay, so what happens is they're on Tatooine. Again? Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know why. But, well, but, but what it is, is this is, I think, 
right before A New Hope gets started, I think. Because Obi-Wan is very old now in this scene. And somehow Maul finds him on Tatooine. Okay. And Maul, through, through dealing with him for however long, and I've only seen this like three-minute clips. I don't know what the whole story sure. is. Yeah. But determines that Obi-Wan is there to protect something. And so he's like, and I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to kill the thing you're trying to protect. And Obi-Wan Kenobi does this great thing that I didn't realize until I saw a video. Because once I saw that, I had to know more a little bit at least. Sure, yeah. I saw a great video of Sam Witwer, who does oh, yeah. the voice of Maul. The voice, yeah. Explaining what was going on there from a, from a very deep level. In like some, some con, he was at a, just talking to some fans and they recorded him describing this. So in that scene, Darth Maul ignites his lightsaber. Obi-Wan ignites his lightsaber. And the first move, he does three moves before the things even begin. He does the thing where he like holds it like this and points mm-hmm. his two fingers. Oh, sure. Yeah. Then he shifts to like holding it kind of out in front of him. Like he does like, in A New Hope? Like he does in A New Hope. And then the final thing is he shifts to the Qui-Gon Jinn style of like this, where he's like a baseball bat holding it almost. Ooh, okay. And that is the final one that he holds before they begin their battle. And the okay. way Sam Whitward, you know, I have to find this video because I'm not doing it justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Whitward describes it is in that in that moment, Obi-Wan is going through, he's re-going through his development as a Jedi. And the place he ends is Qui-Gon Jinn. And now what Darth Maul thinks is that, oh, well, I killed Qui-Gon. So I'm gonna if I fight somebody with this style, I'm gonna win. Because I killed Qui-Gon. But maybe what Obi-Wan is coming to in that moment is that. Qui-Gon had it right all along in his approach to what the Jedi are. And then, of course, what happens is it only takes like two moves and Obi-Wan defeats Maul. Wow. And okay. then, but then and he, and he, he deals him a killing blow, but he doesn't like chop his head off. He just like, like, like sort of down his torso. Sure. So he's like, no, deeply, no beheadings he's, for that one. Huh? He's like deeply scored and injured. He's going to die. Okay. So, and in that, but what happens immediately after that, he's like, boop, he gets him. And then as Maul is falling, Obi-Wan tosses his lightsaber aside and catches Maul. And they have this great moment of sort of like reconciliation between each other almost in that. This is so, Rebels, right? Rebels. I think it's Rebels because Rebels has that sort of weird lightsaber style where they're very pencil thin. Yeah. You know, and I think it was that. I'm going to have to look that up. <clears throat> so I think because I mean it was, it was animated like Clone Wars too, but I don't think that happens in Clone Wars. Mm, um, okay, I'll have to look it up. Because I think Rebel, I think Rebels happens in that time frame. Right. Yeah. Rebels. Yeah. Rebels leads all the way up to, as I understand it, leads up to A New Hope. Right. Yeah. 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 It bridges so, the gap in yeah. kind of the same so, way that Rogue One does. So it, it, at least in the way that they've done this now is that eventually Obi Wan is the one who ends Maul. In that, but in, in but in doing so, they reconcile as well. So make sure you watch that and then find Sam Whitmer talking about it. Okay, because he does a much better job of that. I just was sort of roughly skimming what he said because I can't do it justice. There's like seven minutes of him explaining oh, the significance okay. the significance of those three poses right. of his lightsaber style and what they might mean to Obi Wan and to Maul. Okay, in that moment. 
but but anyway this is drawing at least at least this is for me drawing a new thread here in that like return of the jedi means the jedi themselves are redefined and returned and not just that there is now a jedi mm-hmm. where there once there was none right 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 but also yeah so so that drawing that and then and then going back to like perhaps one theory of this business is that qui-gon represents what the jedi maybe we're supposed to be a little bit hmm. and just sort of following their heart with the force rather right. than sort of imposing a like pressure on things with the force, you know? I wonder if they're going to explore that a little bit more with this high Republic thing that they're doing. Right. Publishing initiative that they've yeah. got going on. I'd like to see more of that. I'd like to see more of the Jedi being who I always we thought ho- they we were. We hoped they were. Right. Yeah. Right. And at least if you read the character descriptions of the people that they've put in those high Republic stories, yeah. you get the sense that that is part of what is going on. It's like this, like looking back at an idealized form of the Jedi, whatever form that takes prior to prequel trilogy and then on through return of the Jedi. Okay. So Anakin's arc, we're getting way off with this clone wars thing, but Anakin's God, arc yes. is Anakin's arc is the, the idea that he thinks of the Jedi as like these, you know, these great, peacekeepers or whatever and then when he gets into the uh, the machinations of the jedi he realizes he's, that he's disillusioned by it yeah right is that not exactly what happens to luke luke grows up believing or not grows up but from age 19 or whatever till you know he till return of the jedi he is believing my father was a jedi he was a great person you know blah 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 then once he is in the mill of starting a Jedi school and trying to reignite the order and all that, he realizes that the Jedi have to end, right? He even says that. Not that I want to go back to The Last Jedi at this point, but he says that. So is this about only when you're an adult do you realize the trappings of being an adult? Because you can have this idealized version of what a firefighter is when you're a kid, right? And if you're yeah. a firefighter, you're like, oh, yeah, my dad saves people, right? But you don't realize that you sit around a fucking firehouse forever until somebody's choking on something and you got to go and save yeah. somebody. And it's not always about a fire, right? And it, it, I kind of see it's, that a little bit just, with Luke. Th- yeah, this is interesting. I'd like to, I, I need to process that more yeah. because that that opens up a lot of doors thematically for a lot of things. So, uh, God, we, we keep getting, we, we keep doing this too. I have all these notes yeah. about the thing we watched. And then we've like slid into not that anymore. That was the whole concept, right? That was the whole concept. It was the concept. It was the concept. I can see where it goes and yeah, where it went. Okay, so we talked. Okay, so let's try and get back on track then a little bit. We'll 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 simmer that and we'll we'll maybe we'll return to it another time. Yeah, sure. And see what we think of it because I I I do want to kind of. There's a couple things I do want to talk about from this thing too. Okay, it's not conceptual, but there's they're like they're part of what goes on here at least or at least from, it inspires the question in me from the just, from the from the, the episodes, episodes we watched. okay all right yeah. uh well we talked a little bit about the whole idea of darth maul and what it is to be a, a darth right like is he darth maul or is he just maul right see that so we we touched on that but i want to dive deeper in that a little bit yeah let's do that okay yeah, i'm, I'm so, kind of itching to go there i want to i want to kind of okay. go there See the thing the, throughout this whole throughout this arc, Darth Maul or Maul pretty clearly thinks of himself as Darth. Whether whether he is known that way outside of that, like he thinks of him. So he like he takes an apprentice. Right. He calls himself Sith, I think. 
Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, they, and, they say they're Sith. Yeah. Yeah. And so here's, I, I wrote to myself, I wrote this. Dear Paul. <laughs> Dear Paul, why are you the way you are? <laughs> Dear Paul, I wrote, I wrote this. Reminder, there's no official Sith decider. Like any couple of yokels could decide to call themselves Sith. Oh fuck! That'd make a great story, right? It's also like a like a it's like a like some sort of a weird version of like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern or Dad or whatever. I was just thinking that. Yes, yes, I was just thinking that. Although they did that already, they did tag and Binker did. Did you ever hear about that one? No, I don't. I was comic. So sorry. Well, I'll. So no, the the thing here is that like it's it's weird. What what Sith is is weird because like you got to imagine that among thousands of systems in this galaxy there are there are many people claiming to be sith in one way or the other right and especially since the sith stay hidden well, like like you gotta imagine not only not only are there many pretending among those there probably have to be actually like real force wielders actually doing dark stuff yeah and thinking yep i'm yep i'm the real sith bing bang boom even to, even to the degree to the degree probably that they have masters and apprentices of their own in a separate lineage from yeah. Sidious, Plagueis, you know, whoever's before him, like all that stuff. Oh like, Jesus! You know what I mean? Like there's yeah, this yeah. weird, like there's there's got to be a weird genealogy thing going on of like who's the who's the real Sith, and does it matter? Like if 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 it comes if it comes like let's say it comes down to there's four people in the whole galaxy claiming to be sith two masters okay. and two apprentices right well if they got together and fought and two of them died i mean that's the sith right right no right. matter if you no matter if you descended from the lineage of like darth whoever the fuck palpatine back when, or palpatine or or, or or i'm thinking like into the past there right right um darth you know frank or whatever the first one Darth Butthole. Like Darth Butthole, the first Sith. Yeah. To be, to go by Darth. Right. Like then then you are then you then you are the Sith. It's not like since there's only two of them, you know, there's no real decision making going on there. Right, right. Yeah, there's no Which yeah, is why yeah. which is why I thought which is why I thought I was like, oh weird, he's going back to it. And then I was like, what does it matter? Who who decides? You right. know? <laughs> I have two things. First of all, all the other Sith that are named Darth anything mm-hmm. have another name. Darth Sidious is Chief Palpatine. Chief Palpatine. Darth Tyrannus is Count Dooku. Mm-hmm. Even Darth Plagueis has a name. If you look right. it up, there's a, he's got a name, right? Even Darth, even Darth Vader, his name is Anakin Skywalker. Right? Yeah. What's Darth Maul's name? His brother's name is Savage Opress, right? Wouldn't he so, be Darth something if he, if Maul promotes him to apprentice? He has to he be, Darth, be something. Darth something. And is Maul's name Maul Opress? And he just thought, well, shit, Maul is a pretty badass name, and so I'm just going to keep it when I go Darth. Did Darth Sidious just not even care? He's like, he, yeah, yeah, you're he Darth made, Darth Maul. Darth whatever. Just you pick you're your like, name. You're not even the, really to, because to Sidious, to Sidious. Darth Maul is basically Darth. Who cares? Right. Because he he's gonna he's gonna die, and he, he like he's just like one little skip on the stone of like upgrading apprentices to yeah. get to Anakin. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. And he even says that in this arc. He's like, I don't need you. I got a new apprentice. Look, you, you know, like, and just lightnings the fuck out of him. Yeah. Okay. We don't know how that works, do we? I mean, uh, okay. So Sidious names Vader, Darth Vader. He's like, yeah. from now on, you're going to be called Darth Vader. Darth right? Vader. Did he do the same thing for Maul? Did he do the same thing for Tyrannus? Did Plagueis do that for Sidious? For him. Who gets Sith naming rights? Yeah. <laughs> and who gets to decide who uses the name Darth? Yeah. It's all just kind of weird there, right? And, and I feel, okay. so I, I'm sure that these questions have answers in yeah. the original Now Legends stuff. I feel like we need because to start diving into that. That there's, there's a possibility of that for sure. Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's things built in here that even if they're not, even if they are no longer canon, there still obviously are ideas feeding the machine. Right. Yeah, they're right. making use of it. They're making, still use, making of it. use of the stuff. Yeah. So the, I, I'm pretty sure that at one time there was a guy named Darth Bane and he yes. instituted the rule of two. But I don't, I don't know much Darth. more about that. And I'm pretty sure that that is well into the mists of legends. Right. And whether to decide to pull that back into canon or not is, well, who cares? But Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter but, if they do. Or not, yeah. So. That, but that's, that's one thing there. So, so I guess the... I, I just worked on a comment that just... And then a couple of yokels could decide to call themselves Seth, and that's right. that's the situation we're in. It is the situation we're in. Isn't that weird? So okay. So my my other question then was the rule of two. We talked about the you just talked about the rule of two, and I want to yeah. I want to I want to lean into that a little bit here. This is a gap in my Star Wars my Star Wars knowledge. I don't know a lot about the Sith pre prequels. I'm curious. So before Darth Bane, there were many Sith. There had to have been right. There was because, a whole empire at one point. Exactly. There was a whole empire. And I thought, I, I was, as I'm watching this, I'm like, how could there have been a whole empire if there's a rule of two? But you just answered that for me. So never mind with the whole yeah. Darth Bane instituting the rule of two. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a question that kind of rides on the coattails of that then. Why would you institute a rule of two if you know that the Sith are going to want to murder their master and take this take mm-hmm. that master's place. And then if you are the Sith that murders the master and takes their place, why would you hire someone else to be your apprentice? Yeah. If you know that move, his... Right. Your first move should be no apprentice for me. Thank you. Right. The, app, yeah. the, the applications are now closed for the job of apprentice. <laughs> Janice? Yes, Senator Palpatine. Will you take down my Indeed uh, ad? Posting <laughs> for, for an apprentice. Uh, apprentice. Thank you. Certainly, Mister Sheev Palpatine. Mister Palpatine. Darth, Darth Sidious. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yeah, I want to know more about the Sith stuff, right? And I think yeah. I need to. I think I need to do that. That's that's one thing for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of ways into that too. Yeah. Because the Sith are. Um, well, because I feel like we're actually kind of getting into where should we go next, aren't we? A little um, bit, yeah. I, I still have a couple things I want to talk about about this episode, but yeah. So, so let's wanna... okay. So let's put a pin in that Sith thing. I have some ideas about possibilities for next okay. things based right. on that. But but let's get back. Let's get back to the other things we wanted to cover in the in terms of what we just discussed for or what we just watched. Okay. In, uh, Clone Wars. Uh, I've been. I spend a lot of time on Reddit, and actually, I I blame you for that because I didn't know much about Reddit until you introduced me to it. Thank you. Many many years ago. No, thank many, you because many I found I, I have found so many odd subreddits 
one of them is Jedi being dicks, and that's kind of where, like, when I first... Oh, really? Have you never been to I've, Jedi being dicks? I've never oh, been man. to Jedi being dicks. That's awesome. It's actually pretty good. Um, but then, like, as I was watching this, and I was like, God damn, the Jedi are dicks, I thought about Reddit. So this whole arc has a whole lot of Reddit mashed into it. Like, yeah. the, like the Kenobi thing. They're constantly in the subreddits for Star Wars and Star Wars Cantina. And anytime somebody says Kenobi, like or somebody somebody mentions Darth Maul, there'll be a Kenobi, you know, yeah, yeah. in there. And it's like, oh, for Christ's sake! <laughs> All right, now I know where that comes from. I don't know a lot about this Night Sister stuff that they were talking about. That was another thing. Yeah, and because I highlighted that because oh man, there's so there's shit. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Because it because it triggered a few things for me. Okay. Thinking about the the night sisters and night brothers and stuff. So yeah. so so Darth Maul it was a a night brother, right? Which means at one point he was on Dathomir. Well, he's Dathomirian. He's Dathomir. Dath- I thought he was. I thought is the name, I don't know what the name of that species is because I thought at one point he was called a Zabrak. 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 Dathomir. Is that the name of the species yeah. that yeah. inhabit Dathomir? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so um so he's a Zabrak who lives who was who's from Dathomir. He yep. was the Night Brother, whatever that means. Right. That stuff comes into prominence in Jedi Fallen Order. Right. Yes. You do a you do a bunch of you do you you like you do a mission, then you return later to yeah, Dathomir. Yeah, you're on Dathomir. You, like a and you times, you, yeah. you like you befriend. Spoiler alert! You befriend a Night Sister in in the course yeah. of the game, um, and it's like kind of hints at a love thing, maybe. But right, you know, yeah. It'd right? be more than befriending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot to unpack here. Maybe we shouldn't get into it now. But right. the reason I the reason I thought about that was because, okay, these four episodes of Clone Wars mm. are fine, I guess. Sure. And like I'm sure if I watched the rest of the Clone Wars, I would get some more stuff there. Right. But what I wrote down was the backstory. It's always the backstory. That's what makes Fallen Order so good. It's what makes Jedi Outcast so much better than Jedi Academy. Yeah. And 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 then I thought to myself, this this chunk of things hints at backstory for Maul. Because yeah. one time Obi-Wan says he knows about Maul's village. Right. He knows that right? you weren't born into I the dark side. No, that you weren't born to the dark side right. or whatever. So we just talked about possibly going like reaching further back into the Sith history mm-hmm. and stuff too. Mm-hmm. I want to. I don't even know whether I prefer this or not. I do feel like there is still a lot more to mine in the Darth Maul stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A because of the stuff you texted me, right? About the the other material. Oh, B yeah, yeah. because there might still be other stuff in the Clone Wars series, right? Right. And C because there's a connection there to Fallen Order, even if it's just the sort of Night Brother thing, whatever that is. Right. Right. But yeah. in Fallen Order, it's so it's deep it's the, yeah the, the it's game is the game has backstory depth right the, the game itself is not as deep as say you know skyrim or whatever right right but the backstory depth is really great because for the carrot for calcastus there are these great backstory moments and you relive certain things and whatever mm-hmm. and, and all of the characters who join you on the like the ship that flies around mm-hmm. the 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 former jedi the night sister cal the gambler hustler guy or whatever who's your who's your buddy on the, the ship. pilot guy yeah uh, yeah the pilot guy yeah you all you find out little things about their pasts right and what motivates them and what was still missing to me in this chunk of the clone wars things 
was what motivates Maul to be the way he is. Not, not that it's not there somewhere, but I didn't get it here. Yeah, no, I get and that. I don't, I, and, I don't, and I don't know whether, see, because I'm sort of caught between two things here because I love the idea of diving into the Sith stuff more. Yeah, but I also love the idea of diving more into Maul and Dathomir and Night Sisters and Night Brothers and that kind of stuff too. Right. Just getting back into the the show itself, did you think that Obi Wan's rescue of Satine was very A New Hope? She sends him a message, a very "Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi," and then he comes and he's he's in stormtroopery type armor. He takes the helmet right. off and he's like, "Hey, I'm not too short for a stormtrooper, yeah, yeah. if that, you know what I mean." That moment was very reminiscent of yeah. Hope. yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's another question for you, just as I'm thinking about it: is is Obi Wan a hypocrite? Obviously, there's something with the Satine person, right? She even says, "You know, I've, I've always loved you, or whatever. I love you." Right before she dies, right? Yeah. And Obi-Wan is always telling Anakin, you'll get your shit together. You know, don't be thinking with your dick. Think with your brain, you know. But was Obi-Wan out does, there stepping does, out or whatever? So does, let me ask you this. Does Obi-Wan ever specifically say to Anakin or anybody in that time frame, hey guys, love is wrong, man. Don't fall in love. That's bullshit. No, never specifically says anything along those lines. Right. But I, I tend to feel like that maybe is where he is, like when it comes yeah. to Anakin. I wonder if there, he has a, a very, different... There is a kind of a patronizing thing, at least in Attack of the Clones, right. for sure, of, yeah. of Anakin. I, I, he never says it, but I just I get this feeling. He does uh, give the sense of that, of, of being kind of a Jedi purist, in a sense, you know, of right. like, follow the rules, my very, young, my very young Padawan, you know, that kind of right. stuff. So I get, I do get, I get what you're saying, and I get the question, and I think maybe because I, I do think I think there's more to this Satine stuff too that we didn't see. Obviously, I think there, I yeah. think there is an earlier interaction, maybe even in the series, yeah, between those two, of a, like maybe a falling in love, but you can't because of duty and all this kind of stuff. If Obi Wan had been a purist to Anakin, like he seems to have been mm-hmm. in the material, then perhaps this Satine business pulled him away from that thought almost like the last temptation of obi-wan no what i mean is like he finds out anakin is the father of padme's children and he doesn't go that's impossible you know Uh, anakin would never do such a thing (laughs) (laughs) that's impossible i've I've always told him to put his weenie in his pants the the jedi have no penises and she's like yeah they they do they all the the men ones do (laughs) and he's like yeah no i do too for sure i do me too yeah. It's very powerful, you know. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but, even I mean, even if this wasn't the intention when they wrote *Revenge of the Sith*, he at least believes that it is true that Anakin is the father and could could conceivably fall in love with somebody. And so maybe there's we can sort of backfill the story with like he gets to that because of the Satine business just prior, where he's like, "Hmm, I guess it is possible to fall in love because hello." Because, hello, hello, Satine, look at you. You're a beaut. Hey, you she's, a real, she's a real cutie. It's a good question, though, because, yeah, it does seem like he's a hypocrite. Just that there's no, like, direct, like, you ought not do this, but I'm going to. There's, there's one other thing that I've, I've been, that I thought about that I hadn't thought much about, but it, makes, it, it kind of draws back to something we've talked about before, which is 
slavery as a practice in the Star Wars universe. Oh yeah. We talked briefly about that. How it's like, right? It just is accepted, sort of. Right. If you think about it, using clones the way they do in Star Wars is kind of in the same moral ballpark oh, fuck, as yeah. slavery. Because because if you like think of Obi Wan when he visits Camino and right. like all those little clone kids are like just getting like information shot into their heads and they're having their lives like artificially fast forwarded right right and they're they're forced to be soldiers and they're viewed as expendable it is look it is not the same as slavery i know it's it is not i'm not trying to make a one-to-one equivalence of the very real and horrific human chapters of slavery in our real world in star wars there's also slavery which is also bad clones and the way they treat clones and cloning bears some similarity to that because this is a, this is a creature who can live and think and feel and yet is it has zero freedom to exercise those faculties in any way and has their their entire life is to do nothing except what they are programmed to do and then die and be done yeah so so i like this is kind of one of those weird just like i want to sort of just make a mention that i was like oh man this is really and and i and i get that it's it's of course it's fiction who gives right, a right, shit? Right. yeah yeah but like but it's it's also weird in that like it triggers my moral sensibilities yeah. when i started to think and i hadn't thought about it until just now sure or until when i was watching and i right. saw a clone show up somewhere and i was like oh my god the, the clones live a life of nothing their lives have no meaning their lives they're not allowed, are, they're not allowed yeah. to have meaning in their lives. They're not allowed to have lives. They're just, they are soldier bots, only they can feel things, right? The clones, in other words, I mean, it makes sense thematically that on one side of the divide, you have literal droids. Right. And on the other side, you have biological droids. Right. Essentially, who, who can think and feel and whatever, but are not treated as, as if that, that matters. Right. And, and by the way, think about the droids too. Droids clearly either experience pain or are programmed to fake experiencing pain. Yeah. Because 3PO begs not to be disintegrated or disassembled or whatever. Right. To not have his mind wiped. Right. He like the, in a new hope, there's one, one of them gets his like feet branded by something. And he's yeah. like screaming or whatever, you know? Oh, that like, was, yeah, and Jedi, yep, yep. Yeah, or Jedi, yeah. yeah. Um, droids and clones, both, are enormous moral failings of the Star Wars universe, I think. Two things. The first thing I want to approach this from is the perspective of the Jedi. How do they not see this as a problem? Yeah. Fuck, how does Obi... Okay, so we've talked about this, right? About Obi-Wan being like this great character and someone who is a is kind of a, a, a moralistic touchpoint for yeah, yeah. the series, right? We're meant to understand that he empathizes with all living things. Well, clones are living things, as you yeah. just said. How does he not look at these kids when he goes to Kamino and he is watching them being force-fed food through a tube as they're being accelerated, you know, to grow, you know, exponentially fast so that they can get them out there to just basically yeah. die. Right. Yeah. Uh, grist for the mill or what is it? What do they call yeah. that? What is it? 
how does he look at that and say to himself, you know, fuck it, I think this is fine. And how do the other Jedi, when he goes back and he reports to them and says, you know what, Master Sifo-Dyas was the one that, that, that instructed that this be brought Let's about. Right. Yeah. And Yoda says, all right, I'm going to go to Kamino and I'm going to figure this out. And he comes back with them. He's like, so Yoda is okay with this. Yoda is yeah, Yoda, too. Yoda is like, hey, load him up. We're going to go fight. Is this a greater good thing? Is this, what, what is this? Like, wh- shouldn't the Jedi be on Kamino liberating those clones saying yeah. go the fuck home go go find your way in this universe the little ones come with us we'll take care of you we'll make sure that you grow at a normal rate and you can you know experience life yeah. as you were meant to rather than being grown in a, in a in an assembly line the jedi really are kind of dicks in these prequels fuck they had every opportunity to say no 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 we're not going to do this and yet here they are rich yeah are we turning to the dark side? Fuck. And like, are we becoming Sith right now? Or is that like, is this the thing where it's like forbidden knowledge? Like <laughs> some, like some Jedi or Sith equivalent of Satan is giving us these things as fruits from the tree of knowledge of yeah, was, <laughs> light and dark or whatever. Right. Right about now. I wish I had an apple to bite into, but they're <laughs> in the fridge, so. be like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't know. And I don't know what I don't know what I even expected to discuss about this, except I wanted to bring it up as like a thing, right? You know? Right, but it brings up it brings up so many different moral issues. Yeah, not I'm, not should, the least of which is the fact that it's slavery, like you said, right? I mean, we should do an episode sometime about just like the moral failings of the Star Wars universe. Oh fuck yes, the moral failings of the Star Wars universe. I like that. We should fuck do that. yes, I like it. Okay, we'll we'll have to we're gonna have to put a pin in that. Okay, my other the flip side of that is why if you've got this cloning facility and all the stuff that goes along with it, right? On Camino, why would the Empire get away from clones? Yeah, that's what I, I also don't understand that. Like, hello guys, that's a pretty good if you're evil already, yeah. Pretty good source of of troops. Right. You, know? right. you don't have to go out and recruit them. You don't have to convince no. them. You just grow them. That's probably just one of those inconsistencies that we're going to have well, to forgive. Not, not well thought out in right. terms of that, yeah. Right. But, then, but, but the bigger thing for me is the morality of the clones as a whole. I wonder if there's anything that we can like look at or read or watch that maybe will dig into the morality of the clones and do the clones ever like think to themselves, you know what? I am not doing this, but, but I mean, it's easier for them. They're they're shooting droids, right? Yeah. They're shooting droids. Droids aren't living things to them. Oh shit. In the hierarchy of, of morality, even though droids are, are kind of slaves too, you'd think that they would make natural allies, but the clones are like, no, 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 no. Fuck droids, man. My orders orders are to shoot you. So yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking up on Wikipedia here, Darth Maul. And there is an artist's interpretation of a young Darth Maul. And it looks like a comic book panel. So should we, should we do a comic next go around? I feel like Dar- we've done a lot of Darth- comics lately, though. But I'm, I'm okay with doing comics, though, because okay I'm okay that? skipping between media. I want, I want us to follow our, like, where our minds are taking us. You know? Okay, all right. The other thing is, like we've talked about, you know, we're not limiting ourselves to legends versus canon. 
we're kind of, and I've just, I've just kind of figured this out as we were going along. We're kind of coming up with our own canon, right? Like what we we're kind of are, right? Like what we're willing to accept as the story of Star Wars as a whole, right? Yeah, that is a great way of putting it, actually, because there's all these things that from either from movies, comics, books, games, whatever, mm-hmm. that I'm like that I accept as like, yeah, that fucking rules. Right. And there's other things that I'm like, that is so, that is such garbage. There's no way that a cool, there's that I'm not letting that little thing, whatever it is into my conception. Right. I'm keeping, I'm, we're, we're creating a, a rich and Paul shared headcanon of star Wars. Basically. Yes. Yeah. We are kind of cool. Yes. But that's cool. I like that. Yeah. So there's, yeah. okay. So, so that's, that's our next episode. So I guess we'll catch you next time. Yeah. That's our episode. Thanks guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later.